Down in the valley where the girls get naked. They make a lot of money, so you know they're going to shake it. Welcome back to another episode of Dope Discussions with your boy, Devon D. Dennis, alongside my producer, Shay McNeil. How you doing, Shay? Please cut it out. Now, this is how we, this is how people from Mississippi talk according to goddamn P-Valley, because I just got to show the people that this is what's happening right now. Actually, you don't sound like from the South at all. Who talks like that? Racist you sound right like people. E-40. Racist right people. You sound like E-40. <laughs> um, Actually, uh, I that's the one thing I hate about that fucking show. I do, I, and you know, I, I, oh, I forgot you haven't watched the first episode, but like the best person with the accent is gone now. Maybe I, that just spoiled it for you, but never mind. Well, I have watched the first episode. Who the hell is gone? You watched the first episode of season two? Yeah. Who the fuck is gone? I don't know. Oh, yeah. They killed him. Oh, oh, sorry. Spoiler alert, but whatever. Yeah, it is what it is. It's he the had the, the most believable. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. Nah, people from the Delta don't sound like that, man. I heard, I've heard. Oh, well, I don't know about the Delta, but Mississippi is Southern Mississippi. I, I heard think, plenty actually, of black he people. That's one to me. I feel like plenty of black people sound like this. Mm-hmm. Old uncles will sound like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Them niggas. Chukalisa. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. What's happening with y'all, bro? How is everybody? Do a quick little check in with yourselves. How are you on this beautiful? When we releasing this Tuesday? I don't know. <laughs> One day throughout the week, we recording on Sunday. So how are you guys? Check in with yourselves. Um, how is the summer starting for you guys? Huh? Um, I guess this is gonna be a bit of a different episode. Shay's gonna be driving most of the discussion here because Shay has some questions that Shay, Shay has some things she would like to talk about, and I'm with it. So, um, I don't have no IC players because, to be honest with you, I ain't really been watching nobody do shit. Um, oh, LeBron became a billionaire. I don't know if that's like something to be proud of. But. I don't. I hate capitalism. I just don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's no shade. Like, gas is $1,000. Um, somebody brought up a very interesting point around, point around gas. Um, I don't even remember the last time I actually smelt gas. Like, I could smell it like, mm. at the gas station. And it's just like... Next time you go to the gas station, just see if you can smell the gas. Because my, ga- my gas ain't lasting as long as it should be. <laughs> like, I'm giving y'all all this money, but God, it feel like every other day I'm back at the pump. So what the fuck am I putting in my car? <laughs> I saw them saying, like, gas don't smell like gas. Or maybe I'm just so depressed that I can't even smell. I don't maybe- really notice it. I've never no- I mean, I've noticed it, but I don't, like, pay attention to it. I didn't pay attention to it because it was, like, one of them things that were just, like, I'm going into motions. But now I'm, like... I'm cognizant of the fact that, nigga, I do not smell gas. But, um, yeah, you know, gas being what it is, school shootings, time oh, and time man. again. Oh, yeah, I forgot. The last time we talked, it was um before the Uvalde shooting. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just an infuriating time to be here. So, I see your players. It's rough to come by. Because I'm trying not to take in any news, if I'm being honest with you. The only thing that I see is the shit that Shay's company have pop up on my phone, and they never got anything good. It's news, baby. Just uh, traffic alerts and, oh, somebody died. Oop, there's a shooting. Ooh, police officer shooting. Oh, there's a stabbing. Oh, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God. 
and I'm like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. I'm fucking good. I mean, I've never seen nothing happen in your area, which is good. Now somebody, I actually, um, somebody drowned at my house. Your your apartment? No, nah, I said at the lake. Well, my my apartment is on the lake, and somebody drowned out there. I, we were watching Stranger Things, and I saw like police lights and shit, and. I saw a helicopter and I was like, oh, shit's real outside, but I don't know what the fuck is happening. And then the next day, Shay's job put me put me on game that, yeah, like four people drowned outside of the. And I was like, oh, that's. Oh, I, rem- I remember that. Yeah. That was like, yep, that was literally right outside my apartment. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. So, you know, I don't have no good, no good shit. Nothing good right now. The only thing that I got good is that um, my. Self-care routine is becoming more consistent. That's all I got. Now, let's dive into the show. I talked to you about my self-care routine and nigga what you doing. So, um, I I don't I don't know what made me think of this. Or maybe it's just like daily life stuff. So I just wanted to talk about what it means to be an ally and how to be an ally, you know, um in in, in many forms, like ally to other races other communities you know like what what do you say you're an ally to um, or who did what what am i ally to yeah um the human struggle whatever that thing is mm-hmm. i just i'm just trying to be decent to humans man that's pretty much it like that's the way i look at that like there's so many things that go on like I, not just the the big ones that we like, or not even the big ones, just the ones that drive conversation a lot, like LGBTQ, by the way, Happy Pride niggas, um, black struggles or women's struggles or whatever. It's like, after a while, I'm at this point in my life, I'm kind of just like, I look at it like, are you being decent to humans? <laughs> so I'm thinking a lot like homeless people, disabled people, other other communities, like, how are we being decent humans to other humans? Mm-hmm. Like, that is pretty much the gist, and that's pretty much all I got right now. Like, uh, actually, I'm just going to let you continue to drive it. I will elaborate more in I'm, a moment. So, I, I guess I was just feeling, like, conflicted because, like, I take in a lot of, like, entertainment from queer folks like i watch i watch drag race like a like a you know i have rupaul's drag race no no no. i know what it is i watch i watch a legendary i'll be watching ballroom videos and it's like i think it came from i was at this um (laughs) this um what's it called i guess it was kind of like a um a round table talk and they were talking about blackness, and in particular in New Orleans. And they were, and one guy was like, sometimes he feels like black people in New Orleans are only seen for like servitude or like entertainment. Entertainment. And I was like, you know what? I feel that. Because yeah. I, I work in marketing, and I want to like show like the best part of New Orleans. And to me, the best part is, like, the people. What the people do, the art, the music, the stuff like that. 
And he was, you know, he was talking about something different because he worked, he's like a photographer and he was doing something. He was like, how come we don't see, you know, you know, black doctors here or whatever, whatever. You got all these um, uh, black people working in service, you know, how come we're not showing like the other side, you know. That's just the way this country operates. And I was thinking like, I don't know how I, I, I... brought those two together but it's like i watch a lot of entertainment by queer folks it's like am i just i don't i I know i'm not but i just gotta make sure that i'm not just like Mm. supporting them because of what they can do for me Mm, you know but like that's not exactly it because i vote like locally i vote in their interests you know Mm-hmm. So I like to think of myself as an ally. I'm not just thinking of like to, what you can do to make me laugh or smile. Checking your quote unquote privilege. Yeah, check, checking my privilege. That's, uh, interesting. Um, so for me, I do everything that you just said. Like even when I vote, like even though I think I'm not <clears throat> very optimistic when it comes to voting, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm not going to not vote because chances are I'm going to be okay, but people who, for lack of a better word, are not in the same circumstances as I am may not be. That's why I said it's just making sure that I'm treating other humans with decency and respect and advocating for the voiceless whenever I can do a thing. Um, But I get that when you say that you're trying to make sure that you're not just using queer people for entertainment and like what they can do for you. I don't like, it's interesting. I think I was telling you about the conversation I had the other day with my barber, which was the funniest shit in the world. Um, so the other day I went, I got shaped up cause I don't really get haircuts no more. Got shaped up. Um, and me and my barber were talking about P Valley. And for those of you who haven't seen season one, there's a uh, sex scene between two guys. And that nigga... Oh, my God. I, 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 I'm sorry. I not bitch. two guys, but um, uh, Uncle Clifford is non-binary, I believe. So, yeah, I, I think so. Um, But there's a sex scene. And from my barber's perspective, it's from two guys. <laughs> between two guys. And he was like, oh, no, no, no. I can't. Oh, oh, oh they spitting. Oh, like, bro. Oh, was, my God. I, I, watched, I binge watched the whole season um, before season two. That I didn't even remember it like it, like it was. But that, nah, that scene that was nigga, graphic. That nigga said, nah, bro. At one point, bro, I could see his dick. I was like, bro, no, you, you, trauma, you traumatized. They, they didn't show no dicks. You, they, not in that scene, but they have seen. Sean no, he talking. He was talking about in that scene. He was like, "Bro, I'm telling you, I saw everything." I'm but like, you Bruh. know what? That scene wasn't more graphic than any other sex scene. That's what I was trying to get him to see. So we having a conversation, right? And he did spit on it. I was like, "Oh my god!" He had the conversation, and he started talking. He, we just, we just, and in that moment, I had to check because I remember when I used to be overly aggressive when defending my gay homeboys. Like, that's what I feel like I'd be doing in those conversations. But in this moment, I said, you know what? Instead of me being overly aggressive, just like, I'm just about to allow this brother to speak from his POV to see what, what exactly is happening. So, um, he was like, man, bro, I just don't know. I, nah, that shit, that shit that was wild to me. And I was like, but bro, you've seen sex scenes before like nigga you watch power they 
They fucking on power. Like, they are fucking. And it's, you see different positions and everything on power. Like, it's. That's it's, why I started watching it. It was just, I don't really like sex scenes and shows at all. Fair enough. This nigga just didn't like the fact that it was two niggas fucking. But then we started talking and I was able to get him to see that, nigga, this is just like, like, cause at one point he was like, um, I can't, I don't want to misquote the brother, but he was talking about. Like how he 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 said something to the effect, and I'm paraphrasing, about um he may they may be getting trying to get him, and I'm like nah. Come on, man. I, but hold on, this is what I'm saying. Like I have to allow him to say that fear out loud because I used to think like that, and then I was like, but bruh, think about the show. Who came on to who on the show? So how is that person getting the other person if the cisgendered guy is going after Uncle Clifford? He's like, you know what? You're right. And I'm like, my nigga, think about how many niggas in the hood that this is it. There are niggas just like that rapper on the show in the hood right now. Like, that's just the way it goes. And then he started talking like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Cause I, got a, um, I got a client that be telling me about uh, niggas that he be getting and shit like that. And you would never know. And I'm like, exactly. A lot of people just in the closet because of the conversations that we having like right now. Like, they don't feel safe enough to come out and just be who they are like some niggas some of the most hardcore niggas you've ever met in your life like but males but <laughs> like, i came here for booty man's booty <laughs> like, well, hopefully not trying to get it like that not but that's what I, but after that conversation i realized that i provided a space for him to explore his thoughts in a real way without attacking him and we were able to have like this conversation then he was like yeah i don't yeah, I ain't really got nothing against them niggas. That shit just really, really different. And I'm like, yeah, I've been where you are. I remember when it was just like, well, I went through the phase of battling my homophobia. Like, it's like, mm, nah, that shit ain't right. Da, 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 da. And then I started getting to the point where like, that shit really ain't none of my business. Then I got to the point where I'm like, that shit in the grand scheme of things don't matter. Nigga, we talking about sex. That's it. And not sex with me. I'm not having sex with none of these people. I am, yeah, straight, mostly. So... <laughs> Yeah, I didn't, like, of course I didn't change all of his views in that day, but I did help him to combat, to challenge, I did help him to challenge the way that he looked at stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that, oh, this is another way of allyship because if he don't have a space where, the other thing is, is I realized that we as guys have to check each other when it comes to that stuff. And we got to be able to check each other in a way that's quote unquote safe for all parties involved. Like. I remember the first time I had to check somebody about using the F word, if you will. And it was just like, my nigga, you can't imagine white people being in the space right now. Just all white people. And they just saying nigga left and right. How would you feel? Then I explained to him the history of the F word. And I'm like, my nigga, it's wild. And it was like, oh, oh, shit, I didn't know none of that. And they stopped using it right then and there. And then I'm like, that is how you could be a good ally. Like, who am I when they not around? Like, how do I advocate for these people when they not? And this is just um, gay people that I'm talking about right now. <laughs> but everybody else too, like homeless people, da 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 Like whomever, wherever I see myself having privilege, I try to make sure that I'm advocating for those that don't have the same privilege. Whether that be women, gay people, trans people, homeless people, disabled people, whatever the fuck. Like 
in what ways do I have privilege in this moment? And how can I be an advocate for those that can't be in this that can't be in this space? Cause a gay nigga can have that same conversation with my Bible the way, the, the way that I did. Like it's just his whole tone would have changed. And that's not to say that he was being fake. He's trying to be respectful to that person. But he saw me as quote unquote one of him, one of them. Of one as the same as him. Like we had like interesting conversation. Like we was laughing. I was, he was like, bro, you think you could do it? You think you could do like a gay scene? And I'm like, I don't think I got it in me, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. And it's because like, bro, I'm committed to the craft. And if I'm the bottom, I gotta be making them faces and everything. Like, oh yeah, I'm enjoying yeah. this. And I'm like, oh, I don't think I'm there yet. <laughs> get, get that in me. I don't think I don't think I'm there yet. Like I wouldn't do it because I feel similar to how Will Smith did when he was in six degrees of separation where it's like uh, I can't honor it I can't honor it properly so I'm not gonna do it right now but could I kiss a guy like we went through all of it I was like yeah I can kiss a nigga on screen but I can't the sex scene is what's fucking me up right now cause I gotta again like I don't even think I could be the top like I'm just thrust nah it's man's butt <laughs> I don't know if I'm there yet as an actor, I don't think I'm there yet. But if it was like a PG-13 movie, and you know, we're taking off the shirts, and that's about it. I can, I can do all of that. Like, we're taking off each other's no, shirts, making no, out. I think that's even, I feel like that would be even tougher. Nah. Because you got to. Nah, nigga. You're not just taking off the shirt. You got to, like, caress and mm. hands on the face. I can do all that. That's no problem. That's no problem. Mm. That's what I mean. Like, the sex thing is the block. Like, that's my block. I can do all that shit. You can, you. Uh, what do you consider making out? You got to put the tongue in the mouth. Thumbs up. You got to deep throat their mouth that's, with your tongue. Let's relax with the deep throat. I'm just saying mouth. that's how they do it on TV now. I mean. You got to go there. I mean, I would. That's I what I'm saying. A, I think, a again, but a, at a certain bad. point, the screen, the screen, the screen, the screen has screen. to fade to black. <laughs> okay, Mississippi. It got to fade to black at some point. Okay, all right. We wilding out now, pal. We are wilding out. And he was like, um, we were talking about like power, like how they were sitting up on the couch, like they was cuddled. I was like, nah, that shit don't bother me. I can lay next to a nigga. That ain't shit. Niggas just bodies. But it's, it's just the sex part. It's like, ah, I ain't got it in me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think the conversation you had with your barber was you being a good ally. I mean, you were doing the best you can do with yeah. a guy who's not very useful or not open-minded to uh to non but traditional traditional uh shit ain't nothing more traditional than butt sex butt sex niggas been fucking butts for a long time they have (laughs) (laughs) they don't want you to know that i know but that's the other part like a piece of me want these niggas to be to be gay in peace like, that's it. Like, man, hey, bro. I want Boosie to be gay. That's what I want. I do not. Like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's I want, like, like this that's hard. That's like Caitlyn being to the trans community. No, when that's I say Boosie, when I say I want Boosie to be gay, I want Boosie to be an openly gay man. No. Because of how, how much he fits into the stereotype of what a man's supposed to be outside of the fact that he's gay. But he's still that dude in his... I mean, I'm talking about in a healthy way. That's what I mean. I'm not talking it, about... It, but that's the thing. It's not going to be healthy. But I'm saying I want 
when I say I want Boosie, I mean I want a figure like Boosie. Like this nigga from the hood who looks just like, Matter of fact, that guy from P-Valley, I want him to be... Yes, because I could never remember his name. By the way, that song they did in the kitchen was hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, He's pretty good. But I want that to exist, but in an open way. Like this nigga is... You ever watched The Wire? No. Um, There's a character named Omar who's one of the oh, hardest... Oh, yeah, I know. Uh, of course I know about Omar. I want that. Like, I want that to exist in a real way. Like, this nigga is... Was he, like... He was openly gay. Niggas knew. They talked that shit about Omar all they want, but they talked that shit with Omar and duh. Mm-hmm. But niggas knew that Omar was gay. Okay. I should have watched that show. I mean, you still Sidebar, can. I tried to watch The Sopranos. I watched, like, the first episode. Shit was so boring. You were never going to get into it with the first episode. It that was shit is so boring. I don't understand how. That shit is I'm sure, like, the more you watched it, but, like, I don't know how anybody just kept watching after the first episode. That shit's because if you. I'm interested in mob life. Like, that shit is wild. I to am me. too, but, like, you sitting there talking to your therapist. I ain't really seen no mob stuff. Like, yeah. They, oh, you gonna see it? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Excuse me. Oh, my in God. In the first season? Yes. <laughs> Niggas die. That shit is so good. I don't know. That and the wire. Like it's it's good. Really it is bored. really good. But um, um going going back to I forgot fucking god damn it. You good. You brought the wire, then I thought about another HBO show. Uh what were we saying? Something about you wanting to open gay. Like yeah, I just want bruh, I want that nigga from the hood. I want, I want like the next generation to see different types of gay people. Like not just the because the thing is, when most people, when a lot of people think gay, like that was another part that we had a conversation about. Like when you think gay, you think the effeminate gay man with yeah. the nails and all of that shit, with the high voice and this shit. And it's like, nah, there are niggas walking around here, quote unquote masculine, big bodied, mm-hmm. deep voice, yeah. all that, and they're gay. They are gay as fuck, and you, they exist, and you gotta, we. I ain't gonna say we gotta accept it. I'm gonna say that I, we need more knowledge around it. Cause I think that's the other thing. Like I like when we was talking, I was like, oh bro, you just dad was what we were talking about. He was like, um, because um, I was telling him, like, bro, I got real gay friends. Like the fact that they come up gay is only when I'm making jokes about them wanting to fuck a butt. Like, but other than that, like you, they just humans that's living the human experience. Like he was, and I was like, do you have like any gay homeboys? He was like, not friend, like, like not like friends. I'm like, bro, you should probably do it. You realize that, yo, they niggas too. <laughs> they are niggas the same way that we are niggas. The only thing the difference is they want another nigga. That is really that simple. Mm-hmm. And again, and the jokes are funner. It's so much. It's so much fun. I annoy the hell out of every gay friend I have because I have a butt joke for everything. What if they don't even like butt? That's a stereotype. What? Everybody doesn't like penetration. Hmm. Ain't got you. But I'm gonna make the joke. Okay. The joke is there. Sorry. Sorry, pal. You're gonna get these jokes. Okay. So on the flip side, we talked about how. We're an ally. How how we want to be a better ally? How do you want people to be an ally for you as a black man, as a black person? Because you know, the, with all the shootings happening, some people have quickly forgot, or the Buffalo shooting has failed 
to the back of the mind with other shootings coming like right after it. Um, but that was a, a white supremacist who did that. He targeted a black yeah. grocery store and shot what killed two, 10 people. Yeah. How do I want people to be? Huh? That's an interesting question. And Honestly. you know, with the whole critical race theory being like a problem now, teaching um, black history or about, you know, going more in depth with racism in the classroom. Teaching the young kids about, you know, more than Martin Luther King and just going in a little bit harder. Um, um, like when stuff like this comes up, what do you want non-black people, not just white, but non-black people that this does not, to that do this the doesn't exact same thing I did with my barber. It's literally that simple. The exact. I have same, another question for same you. Same thing. Because both of us are two cisgendered, non-queer black people. Mm-hmm. So what is the bridge between having that conversation with your barber and, um, how do I want to say this? Like, hmm. Like, not trying to, like... Because we're only, like, telling the experience of others, of what, you know, what we've learned from another community mm-hmm. without speaking. Well, we can't speak over. You know what I'm trying to say? Not not speaking over them, but it's like we're only, we're only, like, a. We don't, they only getting part of the experience. Of yeah. The so what's the bridge between, Oh, you that's know, the other thing. I provide space for them, like, and defend that space. Like, here's the thing, right? Let me put it to you like this. If, let's say, because not in the barbershop. And the barbershop is a little bit, actually, I would love for it to happen in the barbershop because it's like, i put it to you like this. Another thing that could happen is in the barbershop, let's say we're having this conversation and a gay person just joins the conversation, right? Yeah. But everybody gets uncomfortable with the fact that the gay person is joining that, that conversation. Once the, the gay person joins the conversation, as an ally, as my it's a part of my job to make sure that I'm defending that space for them to speak and be heard. Mm-hmm. Like, don't, don't get quiet when shit get real for them. Because again, I have the privilege. So it's my job to use that privilege to combat prejudice. So in that, in this instance, right? Let's, cause I don't know if you've ever been in the male barbershop, but sometimes discussions can get intense. Mm-hmm. And when discussions get intense, if the gay person is in there by themselves and they aren't the combative gay person, like they just, it's hard for them to speak their piece. I'm going to go, nah, fuck that. I want to hear what this person got. Like, this is the lived experience of this man. Let me hear what he got to say. And we're just going to let him talk. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And then we can have the discussion in a real way. But I'm not going to, if I'm there, I'm not going to let somebody be silenced. Like, I'm not going to let you... For instance, I'm going to put it to me and you. You know why I keep asking, are you done? It's because I'm checking myself to make sure that, hey, I'm not stopping Shay's conversation. Because it's it's a thing that I've learned about, like, men in spaces. It's like, yo, sometimes women don't get to complete their thoughts. And I I will just start to, and I'm like, you know what? Shut up. If the woman's talking, allow her to talk. And if you're not sure that she's done speaking, just ask. Like, I'm dead. 
is what's happening. Like, that's literally why I do that. Like, I'm not doing that to be like, okay, are you done talking? Like, okay, woman, shut up. Are you done? That's not what I'm doing. I'm doing it to make sure that you are actually finishing, you are actually finishing and articulating your thoughts clearly and properly without me stepping on top of them. Like, mm-hmm. that is how you do that. Ain't that right, buddy? Ain't that right, bud? Um, but, um, yes, that is how you do that. So, as Shay fixes the camera, we going? We good? Uh-huh. All right, bet. Now, that would be how, at least that's how I do it. That's it's more than one way to, uh, now, different strokes with different folks. At least that's what I'm going to do. The space has to be provided for that person. And it has to be protected by those that have the opportunity to protect it. Like. Yeah, you just gotta. When they're not there, you advocate. You defend them when they're not there because you're not gonna let unfair, unfair and unjust stuff be said about them. And when they are there, you make sure that their voices are are heard properly. That's it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. Let's go back to what what you want out from non-black folk when it comes to stuff like this. Because it's never ending, to be honest. No, it's not. This country is built on racism, and they're doing everything they can to ensure that it stays that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I want, this. You see, I mean, you talking about how can we be better allies, stuff like that. Like, the same thing, that's why I said it's just a human experience. Like, I have many privileges, but I also am unprivileged in a lot of ways. The same way that you are. Like, me being a black guy provides me more privilege privilege jesus christ than you being a black woman because we live in a patriarchal system i have to acknowledge that that doesn't mean that because there are benefits for each side in this but there are pros and cons to everything but i understand that with it being the patriarchy <laughs> i got more benefits than you do i got more benefits than and that's the other thing like uh white gay man got more pri- more benefits than the black gay man. Shit, a white gay man probably got more benefits than the black gay man gen- in general. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's it's complex, but you have to be able to acknowledge the thing that gives you the privilege. Like, you can't sit here and act like it don't exist. Mm-hmm. You have to address the elephant in the room. And the elephant in the room is, is that, yo, this is the system that we are in. And since we are in this system, we have to... Do all we can to make the system just. That's it. Like, I would like, like right now, I used to think that people couldn't talk about other people without them being in the room. Then I realized that other people are not always going to be able to be in the room. Hmm. Like right now, we're talking about gay people right now. And that's, you just said we both straight, cisgendered people. And we're having a conversation about that. Right? Let's say there was a third party here that was... Because the only thing is that you and I have beliefs that are more aligned with being advocates for gay people. If there was a third party here and they had different beliefs, and again, they're not gay either, in this... In that environment, we have to be the advocates for the voices that's not there. Mm-hmm. That... Is how you be a good ally. Like, because they're not always going to be around because they don't have the privilege to be in some of the seats. 
So you have to be that voice for them. If you actually, if you fuck with a person, like if you fuck with somebody, you're not going to let nobody downplay them when they're not around either. Like I don't want you to be like, oh my God, I love you so much. Uh, and then when I get around, I can't stand that motherfucker. Like if other people start talking bad about them, you join in on the talking bad about them. Like again, it's just, it's just human interaction. And it's just, actually, it's just, just human interaction. Meaning that it's just good. You're doing justice for that party. That's all. I like that. You were talking that talk. <laughs> that was good. Okay. That was, um, uh, that was a good conversation. I like that. Yeah. Mm. Are we done? Is it? Oh uh, yeah, I think we can go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Are we done?" And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" Like, I, yeah. <laughs> I didn't get you that time. But um, yeah, I guess we can move on to what are you doing, nigga? Um, so I'm really, I am in a different space. Um, so what's going on in my life currently? Um, I'm trying to reconnect to myself, meaning that sometimes you just get caught up in the bullshit of life. Like you're not addressing none of your real needs. You're not like, you just, you're just going with the flow. Like just is what it is. I got to go work, come home, pay bills, wake up, do the same thing again. But I'm not addressing me as a human. Like, I'm just caught up in the, the rat race. I was caught up in the rat race of it all. And being caught up in the rat race of it all, at some point I guess it just got disconnected from who I am as a, as a man and who I want to be as a man. So right now I'm just, I'm in a space where I'm addressing said thing. Um, and... Trying to see how to phrase this. I guess a part. Ooh, excuse me. I guess a part of that is discussions like this, like checking my biases and shit like that. Like right now, I am doing shadow work, which is weird. What is that? So shadow work is like addressing that part of you that is there but it's not who you identify with like it's not the person that you say that you are it's like the shit that you do that you don't like about yourself like for instance um a thing that i don't like about myself is sometimes i can be mean right and then i had to address like okay sometimes you can be mean what is the thing that drives you into this state when does that happen and it's like oh put them down it's like um, I feel that when I'm not feeling heard or acknowledged or important and I do certain things to force myself to be heard and acknowledged, right? Um, like just things, things that exist about me that don't. You ever have a moment where you do a thing and you regret it and you're like, where the fuck did that come from? Mm-hmm. Like, you address the root of that thing. Like, why do I do that thing? Like, what's happening with me to, for me to do that thing? I don't think I address it. Most people don't. Like, that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, for me, it's like, I'm acknowledging the way that that affects relationships, how that affects my self-image. And I'm just 
addressing. It's not a good thing or a bad thing that I'm mean. It's just the fact that, yo, this is, you are mean, and this is why you are mean. And now that I'm, I have awareness of a thing, I can address it properly, right? Um, and that's just one thing. Like, I got this journal where I got to do, like, 90 days of journaling work. And it's just to start. Like, I have no idea where the fuck this is going to take me. It's just, yeah, I'm reconnecting to that thing. Um, meditating. Uh, I'm journaling again. I'm doing, like, I'm speaking life into myself now. Like, it's, it's a weird space that I'm in right now. Like, right now, I just feel like Devron has been... This guy that just goes to work, he makes people laugh, and he wakes up, he repeats, right? And that's not my full existence. Like, there's so much more that I have to acknowledge around myself that I just have been ignoring. So, yeah, like, I'm trying to do that to reconnect. I didn't mean to get that deep, but <laughs> that's literally what, what's happening in my life right now. Um, Let's see... I'll probably tell you about that next time. Um, when I'm watching, I told y'all I watched P-Valley. That was... What did you think about the first episode? <sighs> Man, it's more the same. I don't... Let's see. If oh, was, this is your job, sending me more more information. I get right, it's just a bridge opened up again. Yeah. Um, the I, first episode was... It's more the same. Like P-Valley isn't... No shade, but it's not a great show. It's an interesting show, but it's not. I think it's a great show. I don't. I think it's fun. I, yeah, it's entertaining. I, That's I think I mean. this I'm is not a saying slow it's bad, burn. but it's like P Valley is entertaining to me. But the acting is not that great. I, I don't believe that. I think Uncle Clifford is good. Uncle um, Clifford is I lo- great. I love Mercedes. Mm. It's just really. I feel like she's a Hades little bit better. Turn. Yeah, I'm about Hades to call her turn. Autumn, but Haley. I think she's gotten better. I like her accent this this year. She's yeah. actually um British. I don't like none of that. And I'm like, well, actually, a part of it could just be my Mississippi bias. Because, nigga, we don't sound like that. So I, we that, don't. I mean, I like to. I, I was trying to give them a little bit because Greece. they're from the Delta. <laughs> and I'm I'm not from the Delta. But my it's like, it ain't Delta. that big of a difference. My, my girl from the Delta. And it's there's a difference between the way that she and I speak. Um, it, it, y'all don't I'm sure she don't sound like she just hopped off the plantation though nah like the the white even guy even the people that sound like they hopped off the plantation don't sound like that that like that white guy who's got the, he's about to be the new mayor that that is straight off the plantation yep, that that's is, giving slave that, master yeah, that's 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 that, that nigga owned black people yeah yeah like that was I I don't white people don't in Mississippi don't talk like that no they more don't, they don't um, but I'm probably gonna finish it just cause hell ain't shit that song. Um, There's plenty of that song. Let me see. It's just P Valley is good. That's why I keep watching it. Um, I, I guess uh, Stranger Things. I'll finish that. Uh, how many episodes is part one? I think like eight. Really? I want to say eight. They gonna do how many episodes in part two? Two. Oh. Two or three. It's like two or three of them. They all gonna be like an hour and a half. Mm. Um, let me see. This one's in the 80s. You kids and grew up. How long the show been on? 2014? Something like that. Uh, I'm trying to think. 
Um, am I watching it? Nah. What am I reading? I'm reading The Power of Intention by Dr. Wayne W. Dyer. Um... Um, no, I ain't reading nothing else. Not playing no video games right now. Um, I started Guardians of the Galaxy. I just haven't finished it. Oh, and I'm trying to start Final Fantasy 14 or 15, whichever one is the online one. I'm trying to play that. Um, I just ain't really had the time. Um, I think that's it for me. What about you? <laughs> um, so I watched P Valley too. Um, the first episode was okay, but it's obviously going to be like a little slow burn. Uh, I hate that they're bringing back this casino storyline. Yeah, I thought it, I feel like they could have did it that. They could have. Yeah. But, um, I watched The Boys, the first three episodes. It's good. I like where it's heading. I saw a tweet that said, Homelander is just unhinged. Sidebar. Yeah, I'm not. Not really on the internet that much either. Like, I done took them off my phone. So I only go there when I'm intentionally trying to go there. And even when I go there, I'm like, you know what? Right now, other people's thoughts aren't good for you right now. Mm-hmm. And I just get off. I may be on there for 20 seconds at a time. I'm trying to cut it down. You're not on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I love TikTok. Like, I just haven't been. Like, all that shit interferes with my reconnection. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, I don't know. My life is a blur. I'm doing everything that you said you were doing earlier. I am not doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing none of that. <laughs> so, Holy <yeah>. shit. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I don't know why I expected you to go, yeah, I'm trying to do something of that. You're like, nah, I'm not doing none of that I'm shit. not doing none of that. I do. I go to work. I come home. I'll go out every now and then, but yeah, everything is like a cycle. Not sure how to break that, but yeah, I'm just going with the flow. Mm, panic attacks is how I broke mine. I was like, you know, oh, this is okay. You're not okay. You aren't okay. And all of this is playing a major role in this shit. And that and therapy. God. Actually, <laughs> hold up. I want to cut you off. I just thought about something. Continue. I'm going to keep my thought. Just continue. Oh, that's it. Um, I Just a side note, because maybe if I say it on the episode, maybe it'll make me do it um, for the next one. Uh, I don't really want to talk about the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp situation. I just want to talk about the the outside oh, okay, of great. it. I got you. Because did you see the TikTok I sent you? Did I didn't finish it? I just want you to know because you sent it to me. I was doing something and I turned it on and I went, "Oh, this isn't like some light shit." <laughs> like no. I didn't know who, what you were going to send me, and I was just like, "Oh, she's this is going to be a long TikTok," and I don't have the time to watch this right now. And I kind of just was never like went a back. Minute, to it. But it was like three. It was like three. It was one of them three minute TikToks. It was two. I'll meet you halfway. <laughs> so basically, um, this woman, her name is Lady Speech on TikTok. She was basically saying everything I felt i did not care about the situation i felt like both of them abused each other at one point i was just like freak i was just freaked out by the reaction from everybody because you know all the youtubers all the twitch um 
uh, streamers, they took this trial and made it entertainment. Yeah, that was disgusting to me. Like, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. That, that was disgusting. Like, it, it was, was a defamation trial, but it was about abuse. That was it. <sighs> so, and, and, and another thing that she um, articulated something that I wish I did, because it's how I felt. But she was basically saying, like, how when the Me Too thing came about... It was all the these women coming out telling their own stories or words or words of encouragement, but when it's time for a man to come out and talk about their abuse, the the men are taking this as like I got you, bitch. Like this is this moment. I knew you were lying. Uh, yeah. And not it. and not taking this as of I'm glad that this man is. Getting em- what getting what he deserved, getting the the justice he deserved, if if it is justice, and or you know this happened to me too. I was abused in a relationship, verbally, sexually, physically. It was never that. It's like yeah, city boys are up, you know, yeah, blah blah blah. <sighs> and it was just like that reaction. It it it, it disgusts me because you know that's to be as a guy who's been through abuse i understand where that comes from but i agree with everything that you're saying um it's just a one man don't empathize well with people in general like that's a a tool that we don't we aren't necessarily raised with like empathy and also in a way that is the guy's way of acknowledging that this shit happens to us too like which is the unhealthy way of acknowledging it though um because it's how can i phrase this it's more of a see look at women be crazy too like hey, i'll put everything on us look at what this woman did see finally somebody got the woman the woman got that's what's happening and that's not um that ain't healthy <laughs> I, it's it's coming up in a way that's not healthy. I wish that guys knew how to say, yo, I was I went through this thing and I went through this thing too and I hope that Johnny Depp gets um what he deserves. Da, 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 da. By the way, sidebar, I don't think that this is justice in any shape, form, or fashion. For no party involved. I just think that this was a fucking circus. It was. Like it was just wild. Like it was like I don't feel like we as people learned anything from this. Like this wasn't a learning moment for us as people. And I don't know who to blame because, you know, he has his fangirls, which is weird to be a fan fangirl for this old ass nigga. Like most of y'all, this can be your grandfather at this point. Right. Y'all just thinking of Pirates of the Caribbean and, yeah. and in the other movies he's been in. That's why. That's, that's, but it's that's, like, that's why. That's just, this is another conversation. It's just, I'm glad the trial is over. Which they both are found guilty. It's just that she has to pay him more. But, I'm happy it's over too. That makes no sense. Like, this is why I had to say it's just, this isn't justice. Like, this is just what the laws are. Like that's that is 
Yeah, this is another conversation. Yeah, you're right. You're I just right. think it'll 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 make a, another a good episode in it some, sure. sometime in the future. Sure. But sure. yeah, um, that's what I've been doing. Um, you brought up something and it made me think about this. This journey to being a healthier version of yourself is not fun. Like I was actually joking about uh, the new decision. Like my therapist. All right, how can I put this? Because I'm not the same person I was eight months ago, the stuff that used to be quote-unquote fun and the thing that I would use to get through a situation don't work no more. So, like, like I, because of the space that I'm in right now, want to just go out and just be wild with women. Like, women used to be my vice, right? Like, now I'm just like, the thing that I'm going to do to get through this is I'm going to go home and meditate. <laughs> like, nothing about healing is fun. Like, it's it's healthier, but it's way more fun to go out and have meaningless sex with somebody than it is to go home and meditate. But you also realize that the meaningless sex didn't do anything for you. It was just way more enjoyable in the moment. Does a meditation do something for you? It does. It helps me sort through what i'm feeling it helps me ground it helps me put things into perspective it helps and it helps me feel like the other thing is like when i used to go out and actually sometimes when i got up on stage like all i was trying to do was just not feel the thing and i can't not feel the thing i have to experience the feeling and i have to work through the feeling to get to the other side like that's the reason why the shadow me would show up in ways because I was so much shit that I just never dealt with. Shit that was in my closet that I just never dealt with. And it would show up in unhealthy ways. The journaling, the meditation, the affirmations, the therapy, all of that is allowing it to show up. But I actually have to deal with it. Because I realized that um, not dealing with it is only going to make it show up in spaces where it don't need to, whether that be relationships, work, settling for less, whatever the fuck that thing is, it's going to show up. It's, you can't prevent it from showing up. So you might as well just deal with it and learn how to contain it and put it to bed or just learn how to healthily manage it rather than just throw it in the closet and act like it ain't there by going out and getting drunk. Fucking women or niggas or whatever that whatever that thing is that you do, it's like ah oh, fuck. I'm just not feeling it. whatever that thing is that you do to put that boogeyman back in the closet. The best thing you can do is let the boogeyman out and just deal with it. <laughs> that is the best thing you can do. Sorry that I went on this diatribe. It was supposed to be wrapping up, but I'm about to wrap now. Um, so guys, this has been another episode of Dope Discussions. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I am eternally grateful for however many of y'all listening to this right now. I'm hoping that these conversations spark conversations within you and your friend group or you and your boyfriend or girlfriend or partner, however you want to say it. I hope this did something for you guys because it does a lot for me whenever I come in here and I do the thing. So, um... Follow us on social media. Social media. Jesus Christ, I can't talk. Maybe P Valley is correct. Um, <laughs> thank you. 
uh, follow us on social media at Dope Discussions. Follow me at Just Call Me D. Don't follow Shay. Shay don't want y'all looking up at her shit, which I don't understand why, because she's the producer. She could be helping. You know what? They ain't got nothing to do with me. Um, but, guys, I appreciate you. Thank you. And remember, no matter what you do, be true to you. We up out of here. See y'all in a couple weeks. Peace.